Welcome to this podcast that talks about coping with pandemic now. All human evil comes from a single cause. That is man's inability to sit still in a room. French physicist, philosopher, and theologian Blaise Pascal was quoted in saying that in the 17th century, In our present time, we have the quarantine experience that give us the opportunity to be still and reflect. Yet what we hear are stories of mental health concerns. We regret in grief of what we have lost and many miss the chance to savor the experiences and learn the lessons. We are shocked by the uncertainty. We are tired of the limited movement in the old restless world. The social media that provides the most infinite potential to socialize have become largely a stressful community of lies, rages, and even biases. But we are still in the quarantine and we have the chance to enjoy the gift of the present moment living. We are locked down of our comfort zone. In the past, there was no lockdown, but we were locked in our comfort zone. We lived within the order of a structured life in an organized universe where everything seemed to move the way they should be. We were able to think positively and create. We express our social nature in ways our freedom of choice and physical spaces allowed us. We knew how to be successful and happy. We loved life. Humanity had the collective history defeating its many battles for survival and supremacy and acted as if the universe is at our disposal. Then comes the unprecedented pandemic that spelled disorder. There is chaos that result from our not knowing what to do effectively. There is a disruption in every way we live in a proportion we never imagined. We retreat hiding in the safety of our homes, awaiting our modern science and technology to understand the invisible enemy, which is not even in itself a living thing. Certainly, this experience led to our sufferings. We are snatched of our lives lived in a comfort zone. We have not much of a choice but to survive, then to thrive. And the pandemic takes a toll at one of our greatest assets, our mental health. Anxiety and fear, stress and crisis. Let us understand them. Since the early days of humanity, the threats of predators and incoming danger trigger bodies' alarm systems and allow evasive action. It is a coping mechanism that increases the sensitivity to surroundings and the readiness to protect the self and everything that matters to self. The biological messenger in the brain set the entire body in a fight-or-flight mode to confront or flee in response to any potential threats to safety. Human creation 
is like a nearly perfect machine with survival homeostatic mechanisms programmed in its DNA. Our signal of danger, threat, or motivational conflict to trigger appropriate adoptive responses are anxiety and fear, along with complex and interrelated concepts of stress and crisis. Uncertainty lead to anxiety, the fear of the unknown. Anxiety is a natural, healthy, psychological, physiological, and behavioral state induced by actual or potential threats or internal conflict. Anxiety is characterized by a vague feeling of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes. From a mild level that may positively lead to problem solving and better performance, anxiety may escalate to a tiresome, sustained, generalized state or a dangerously exhausting panic level or even disconnected with reality among others. Anxiety then becomes pathologic, hence requiring professional intervention to resolve. As anxiety that has vague cause that may actually need not have trigger, fear has an object. It is a motivational state aroused by specific stimulus that gives rise to defensive behavior or escape. It has a specific identifiable cause that is real, external, known, or objective. Fear is perceived when danger is present and imminent. But just like anxiety, fears elicits a holistic response that threatens the person and results in an expression of a range of adaptive or defensive behaviors. These behaviors depend on the context and available resources of the person. Hans Selye, the father of modern stress theory, defines stress as the body's non-specific response to any demand made upon it. A stress response is non-specific that it affects the whole being because the dominant systems in the response are endocrine system and the nervous system, which are both powerful influential systems leading general or total body response. Stress results from any demand which may actually range from events of positive nature to doom. Stress response, therefore, is highly personal. Crisis, in a psychological standpoint, happens when a person faces an obstacle to important life's goal. Such obstacle for a time being is unsurmountable by the use of usual or customary methods or problem solving. It is a perception of experience or an event or situation that is intolerable and difficult that exceeds the person's current resources and coping mechanism. Crisis is so natural that it may come to us as a developmental experience across normal growth and development process. This may be existentially derived from an inner conflict such as life purpose, direction, or spirituality like a midlife crisis. This pandemic experience, however, is a situational crisis 
characterized by unexpected, uncontrolled onset. Then what about coping now? The responses of anxiety and fear and experiences of stress and crisis need not be overstated. They are but natural responses ingrained in our human nature. But the intellect and free will endowed upon our human nature holds the key to not only survive but also find victory in this journey. The foundation of our survival is our ability to cope. Active coping strategies, the fight or flight, are used when escape from threats is impossible. Passive coping strategies, the conservation withdrawal strategy, is elicited when threat is inescapable. We may react actively, which is proactively, and possibly or reactively based on situations that may come by. Coping begins with our appreciation and gratefulness of the life within. We have to learn to engage in what is referred to as present moment living, where the most important moment of life is the now. We need to be fully present in the here and now to accept the situations as they are to make the situation bearable. The obsession of the past that traps and the anxiety of the future that paralyzes distract us from the power of the current experience, which is the only moment that connects to life itself. Life and the now are inseparable. In fact, the only moment we have is now. The present moment is more important and powerful than the adversity that may just be a mental creation or anticipated in a future that may not come at all. Worse is that the law of attraction may actually bring us the negative that we constantly mentally create. We have to be aware of what the mind is doing to us. Our consciousness of how our mind works and where it brings us may enable you to take control of the moment and use every bits and pieces of it as a wonderful experience. This sense of isolation from the quarantine experience produces a narrative leading to unhappiness. Being alone did not make us lonely. Our grief over the loss of what we were accustomed in life consumes us that it delays our acceptance. We need to act based on the current moments. We are capable of more intelligent action if there is acceptance rather than rejection of the current moment. Yes, we are in a stressful crisis confronted by fear and anxiety. But remember that as we leave footprints in our journey, there will growth, awakening, deepening, usually don't happen when things are doing well. It is when we are out of our comfort zone. 
Thank you for listening.